0: Hello, Grey Mackay here. Thanks for downloading our podcast, whether you're a regular listener or maybe you're new to the podcast or if you're in our vehicle with someone who is listening to another podcast and it's just gone on to this one. Anyway, thanks. I'm Greg Mackay and welcome to the podcast. There goes the familiar intro made at great expense by people in the basement in Inverness. Welcome to the podcast for Match Day 4 on Tuesday the 23rd of August. God, it's nearly the end of September already. There was a lot of talk about our performance against Motherwell the week before, so Jim Goodwin had a point to prove at a Sanny McDermott Park on Saturday afternoon. The Dons straggled in the first half to open up a stubborn St. Johnson, but it was the second half when we came into the game. A standing second-half free kick from Leighton Clarkson was the only goal of the game and sealed our win despite chances for Ross McCrory and Boyan Majowski, where a goal ruled out for offside in the first half, which it wasn't. Sabs Duke and Shaden Morris also had opportunities in the second half. Clarkson looks to be a gem of a signing Hayden Coulson also played well and McCrory worked the shift in midfield The occasion also saw Johnny Hayes play his 300th match for the Dons Rob McLean and Conor Barron give their post-match reaction
1: From Perth, that was a big win for the Dons today, Rob McLean here uh, Conor Barron was keeping me right on the commentary, um, really satisfying a totally transformed performance wasn't it Conor on the back of what happened against Motherwell last weekend
2: yeah, it was a completely different game today. I think um, we had a bit of everything in there. It was an all action kind of performance from the lads. Um, on and off the ball, I thought we were brilliant. Every aspect of the game today. We obviously got a goal uh, through Leighton, which was a brilliant free kick from him. Um, and then later on, Kel kind of kept us in it um, to see out the game. And no, the lads were brilliant today. A massive improvement from last weekend to see we've learned from our mistakes. And uh, hopefully, start of a positive run for us.
1: It was 1 0, but it could so easily have been 2 or 3, couldn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. They had chances, didn't they? Um, where you maybe thought they might might have got something from it, but we're strong. Um, we've done the basics well. You've got to come here and do that. Win your second balls, win your battles. Again, something we didn't do last week, we've done today. We rectified it. Um, and on the ball, I thought we were dangerous going forward. Maybe we could add it another two towards the end, which we're unlucky with.
1: I mentioned for Hayden Coulson, who was fantastic today, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, Hayden was brilliant. All-round performance from him. Just coming back from a little injury to his uh, ankle and I thought he was one of the top performance performers out there today which there was a lot of um, going forward and defensively um, I thought he used his experience well as well A
1: big moment for Johnny Hayes, his 300th Don's
2: appearance Yeah, he's buzzing for Johnny um, Massive character in the dressing room Great experienced pro and it just shows you he's you still running away there in the 90th, 95th minute even um, just showing that hunger to go and try and win the game and as I said, brilliant character to have around the place and always one you can take, take something from
1: It's early in the season but it's nice to see the Dons moving up into the top half again and obviously what we want is another three points against Livingston at Pataudri next weekend.
2: Yeah exactly, that's where we we need to be Uh, consistently every week, we need to be winning games Um, and look now we've got the confidence from that, it's about brushing ourselves down, going again during, uh, during the week, hard work and training and it goes again Saturday.
1: Thanks, Connor. Good to have you alongside, as ever. And uh, we will be back on the matchday coverage for that home game against Livingston at Pataudry next weekend. Meantime, have a look back at the the best of this one. And that Leighton Clarkson goal,
3: it was something special.
0: The manager gave his reaction following the game on Saturday.
3: Jim, that's a great 1-0 win. It is. You know, this, historically, is an extremely difficult place to come. You know, I've never enjoyed any great success coming here as a player with St Mirren or as a manager for that matter, you know you're never going to have an easy game um, you know Callum sets his teams up very very hard to beat, they're always very well organised and always dangerous on the counter attack, um, you know, and I, I was delighted to, how organised the team were, for how defensively poor we were last weekend uh, you know it was really important today that we showed the, the right reaction and i thought the players did that the back four and goalkeeper in particular i think deserve a lot of credit today uh, I, i'm all about the team you know we defend as a team attack as a team but you know the guys at the back came in for a bit of criticism last week and you know myself included because i was at fault for one of the goals with the way we set them up for the corner but we owned that we took responsibility we didn't try and hide behind anything um, and today we got the perfect reaction i felt defensively and collectively as a unit, I thought it was just a, a brilliant um, effort in terms of the commitment and the desire. And toward the end of the game, where St Johnston are throwing absolutely everything at us, um, you know, you, we needed everybody to put in a shift, and I thought we got that. That was a special goal, wasn't it, to win the game? It was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously we're disappointed with the one that gets chalked off in the in the first half. I'm led to believe it was the right call, so fair play to the officials on that one. Although it was quite tight, I think. Um, we spoke about getting that St Johnston in the wide areas. I felt that we had, you know, more pace than them in those particular channels, and we'd done that for the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game. Uh, and actually, the, the offside goal comes from that, and then we kind of got away from it. Uh, toward the end of the first half But we got back to doing that again The second half Moving the ball nice and quickly From one side to the other And we should have had a few more goals You know Kel has had one save to make And a very good save it was at that um, You know you're going to have to defend the box Because they rely heavily on set plays here And free kicks and long throws Coming in your box I thought the boys Stood up to pretty much everything that St Johnston had to throw at them But it would have been just you know, icing on the cake, if we could have got another two or three goals. Majovski's disappointed in the second half not to get one. Shaden Morris could have had a couple as well. Um, and, you know, Duke had a, a decent header just by the post. So, all in all, I take 1-0 every week. But obviously, you know, it would have been great to give such a great travelling support, some more goals to go and celebrate.
1: There was that save from Keller, as you said, which was a really good save. But did you feel the team managed the game well? from from one nil onwards.
3: Yeah, I I thought they managed it brilliantly, Rob. You know, I I can sense the tension from some of the fans when we're trying to play out from the back. And, you know, maybe a few years ago, um, you know, teams would just punt the ball up the park and hope for the best and hope to try and pick up the second ball. I'm not saying we're never going to not do that, but... I think it's important that we don't become predictable and there was times there at 1-0 with five minutes to go where we're still trying to play out from the back we're still trying to create that overload and get get that advantage in the middle of the pitch and I thought the lad's done it really, really well at times you you need a goalkeeper with a bit of confidence there and Kel has certainly got that with the ball at his feet Um, there's been times during the season where we get punished for it but it's the way I ask the boys to play I think it's the best way to play the game I think it's the most attractive and the most entertaining and when you get a little bit of success with it um, you know it's very rewarding I think and that's the way we train so it's important that we, we try and do it on a match day
1: Next up Livingston at Potaudry and you'll want another three points to add to these three points
3: Absolutely yeah I mean uh, again I know I sound like a broken record but we know you know the challenges that Livingston bring You know, um, I don't know how the results have went uh, they, they lost at Motherball today Right okay well listen another uh, important one For Motherwell as well, but I think you can see how competitive the league is going to be. I said that to you after the game last weekend with some of the results Livingston beating Hibbs. um, But Livingston will be sore after that one, then no doubt. And Davy Martindale will be hoping for a reaction, you know, similar to the one that we got uh, today from our players. But you know, Livingston are a a tough nut to crack, and um, you know, there's that level of expectation at home when we're a patadre in front of our home fans. And you know, I thought we played. Really well for maybe seventy percent of the game today. There's bits always that we can improve on, but we're still a very new group. I think it's important to remind people of that. You know, uh, I've only been six months in the door. We've had, you know, eleven new players come in, and it's sometimes takes a little bit of time to gel all that together. But I think there's glimpses of uh, a good team there. But we just we we still need to work hard on the training pitch and continue to try and improve. That was great today, thanks, Jim. Thanks, Rob. Cash live audio and video of our next match only on red tv subscribe now for full match day coverage replays highlights
1: and all the goals exclusive interviews and behind the scenes content sign up now at RedTV.AFC.CO.UK. the best of the action
0: only on red tv in the SPFL on Saturday, Josh Campbell scored a stoppage time equaliser as Hibbs threw 2-0 with Rangers at Easter Road in the early game in the Premiership. Motherwell sealed a 1-0 home win over Livingston and Ross County are off the bottom at the expense of Kilmarnock after beating Derek McInnes's main 1-0 in Dingwall. Sutmarin earned the biggest Premiership win of the day, beating Dundee United 3-0 at Tannadice. Air United are the new leaders in the championship after beating Cove Rangers 2-1 at the Balmoral Stadium. It was also 2-1 for Queen's Park against bottom club Arbroath at Gayfield. Wraith Rovers defeated Hamilton Aki's 2-0 at New Douglas Park while it ended 0-0 between Morton and Dundee at Capelo. Airdrionians moved to the top of League One thanks to a 2-0 win over Aloe Athletic at the Excelsior Stadium while Dunfermline Athletic slipped to second after being held to a 0-0 draw at Kelty Hearts. Bulkirk were 3-0 winners against FC Edinburgh at Meadowbank and Queen of the South saw Peterhead 4-1 at Balmore. Montrose beat Clyde 2-1 at Lynx Park. Dumbarton are three points clear in League Two after beating Stenhouse Muir 3-1 at Ochilview to maintain their 100% record. East Fife are in second spot, following their 1-0 win over 4th Athletic at Bayview. Albion Rovers beat Bonnie Rig Rose 2-0 at New Dundas Park and Sterling Albion defeated Annan Athletic 2-1 at Gala Bank. Elgin City and Stranraer drew two all at Barra Briggs. And on Sunday in the Premiership, Celtic ended the weekend two points clear at the top of the Premiership, thanks to a 2-0 home win over Hearts on Sunday afternoon. More Don's News straight after this.
1: God gave John Paul the strength to be an unforgettable human being. Let us give thanks for the joy he spread his whole life life. (laughs) long. bad that could have
4: happened has happened except that
0: who knows if there's failed play here but if there is the culprit usually shows up at the funeral
3: alright Colombo.
0: Claffin and Sons
1: were handling John Paul's life insurance policy were you very close yeah he was our brother-in-law my condolences Mrs Williams Oh, egg and onion it's like you knew I was coming did
4: you? She can't find out what we did.
1: Do you like it? I grab her yes. I
0: know you don't think he's a good man. Family's there. Complex.
2: I'm warning you. She doesn't respect you because you're weak.
4: I found myself a sign. She wasn't always like that. He's sucking the life out of her.
0: Well, we will just have to wait till he dies of cancer or something. Why not give nature a helping hand?
4: (laughs) You're talking about taking a man's life. Not a man. That monster.
0: That's
3: demented.
4: You're going to land yourselves and me in jail.
2: I'm hungry, you.
0: No. There's no evidence we should be looking for fraud. Murder is fraud, and there's a life policy to pay out.
1: It's not happening. It was one moment of madness. Two moments of madness. You're vile. Do you know
4: that
3: You can't just explode a man.
4: You think someone's trying to kill him. That's
0: insane. blood runs in the family get to know the Garvey sisters when Bad Sisters premieres August 19th on Apple TV+. Prior to our match against Partick Thistle Woman on Sunday co-manager Emma Hunter looked ahead to the game.
1: Emma, big game at home again this weekend. Both teams going into the game with no points so far so it's a, it's a pretty massive game for both sides isn't it?
4: Yeah, it's a big game I think um obviously a tough start for us we would have liked to probably have had the three points in the bag by now and take a bit of pressure off so both teams will be thinking the same you don't want to go you know too long without getting those points on the board because it does apply a lot of pressure internally and maybe a bit externally but you know it's another game that we know we can get three points from um, they're I know, a team that we've played quite often um, when we were in SWPL2 together and now in SWPL1 so we definitely know each other really well and it's a chance for us to really think about a, a better performance, playing at home You know, a lot of people turned out on Sunday which was fantastic, we hope the same amount turn out but we want to make sure that we give them a victory to celebrate because uh, Sunday was obviously really tough um, and probably not one that you know we'd hoped for with all that fans showing up so we want to make sure we get that win and getting that three points on the board will do so much. Not just only the three points and what it, where it can take you in the league and but mentally as well for a, a young squad like this it, it takes that pressure off them to get the three points on the board and a game where we're maybe expected to win as well so we, we need to make sure we get that and then we can you know, relax a little bit and let let things take its course for the season.
0: It wasn't three points, but Aberdeen got their first point of the season as a hard fought game against Partick Thistle ended 2 all on Sunday. The Dons twice led through Maya Christie and Bailey Collins, but they were paid back on both occasions as the spoils were shared. The other results in week two ended Celtic 4, Spartans 0, Glasgow Women 3, Hamilton 4, and Hibbs 2, Madewell 3.
3: If you like this podcast, I think you're going to like mine.
1: Johnny Vaughan on Radio X. We have a rep for another company we deal with at work called John Knight, who's based in Devon. Every time he calls, (laughs) the whole office breaks into John Knight in Devon, John Knight in Devon. (laughs) Too damn good. John Knight. (laughs) John John Knight in Devon. Devon. (laughs) <laughs> it's all the best bits from my radio show, condensed into one glorious hour. You can listen now on Global Player.
0: Kami caught up with the Chinty earlier in the week on his love of sticky toffee pudding. You can watch the full interview on Red TV.
2: So we all know how much you love sticky toffee pudding. Really good. Really good. Yeah? Like really, really good. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go to four different locations in Aberdeen who are all BOA partners of the club. We're going to try sticky toffee pudding Mm. and you're going to rank your favourite. Ready for it? Sounds good. Enjoy. So you're Colombian born, Dutch raised, love sticky toffee.
0: Sad news to start off with in the news section this week. A 72-year-old man died after falling ill just minutes before our match against St Johnston on Saturday. The match itself was delayed by 15 minutes as a call went out for the crowd doctor. Medical staff from both clubs offered their assistance in the main stand. The fan was stretchered off towards the corner gate ahead of kick-off before the match got underway. It's understood paramedics continued to work on the supporter at the stadium before the ambulance left the ground at around 3.40pm. Police Scotland later announced that the man had passed away afterwards. Our thoughts go out to the family and friends of the supporter. Sad news indeed. Dave Cormack has confirmed the Dons will head across the Atlantic during the World Cup in November for a mid-season training camp at Atlanta United's training ground. The team will head out on the 14th of November following the Dundee United match and return home a week later on the 21st of November. There will be open training sessions and a chance for US-based Dons to meet and greet the team and a challenge match. Aberdeen will host its first esports tournament at Patodry on Friday, the 16th of September. The club have teamed up with games retailer Game and Belong, operators of the largest gaming arenas in the UK, to trial a FIFA 22 tournament in Aberdeen. Demand has been so high for the event, the club have doubled the entry size of the tournament. Local gamers will be able to compete for cash prizes, signed AFC merchandise, as well as money camp buy experiences. Spectators can attend for free and will be able to take part in gaming experiences offered by Belong, GT Omega and other partners while competitors battle it out on the consoles. Competitors can register on the Aberdeen website for a fee of £5. Spectators can attend free of charge but are advised to arrive early as spaces are limited. Aberdeen Under-18 somehow managed to lose one of the most bizarre games of football you will ever see after creating numerous opportunities in the Club Academy Under-18s League against Hamilton on Friday at New Douglas Park. 3-2 down with 15 minutes to go and pushing hard for an equaliser, Aberdeen had missed a couple of great opportunities. But the game was then decided when the referee awarded Arcee's a controversial penalty and also sent off a Dons player. Albury looked lively to score an equaliser, but then, with just over 15 minutes to go, disaster struck. Akis had broken forward and won a corner after a good block by Kai Watson. From the resulting set piece, the referee awarded a penalty for a push inside the area. On first viewing, it looked an extremely harsh decision. Alfie Stewart was then sent off for something he said. The game went from bad to worse, with the Hamilton winning 6 2. Former Aberdeen and Scotland forward Chris Maguire has been suspended by English League One side Lincoln City after being charged with breaching betting rules. The 33-year-old, who won two caps for Scotland in 2011, has been accused of gambling on the results of 52 football matches between March 2017 and February 2022. He has until August the 30th to reply to the charge from England's Football Association. He joined Derby County in 2011 before going to play for a string of clubs, including Sunderland and Sheffield Wednesday, and his 11 years downside. The first of the 2022 Hall of Fame inductees is Duncan Shearer. Signed from Blackburn in 1992 by Willie Miller for a fee of a half a million pound, Shearer made an instant impact at Patoldry netting twice on his debut in a 3-0 win over Hibbs. The sight of the prolific striker wheeling away in celebration would become a very familiar one for the Red Army. Over a five-year spell at Pataudry where Duncan made 194 appearances scoring 79 goals. Shearer's most memorable moment as a dons player was as part of the side which won the 1995 League Cup scoring the second goal in a 2-0 victory over Dundee at Hamden Park. His goal scoring from form as a red also led to richly deserved international recognition, where he made seven appearances for his country, playing his part as Scotland qualified for Euro 96. The Hall of Fame dinner will take place on Wednesday the 23rd of November at the Chester Hotel. The evening will yet again be a memorable occasion for Don's supporters, sponsors and partners alike, including a three-course meal with wine included and a Q&A session with the inductees. Places for the event are priced at £119 per person with a not including VAT. For more information or to book call 0124 650 434 that's 0124 650 434 or email commercial at afc.co.uk Get your diaries ready. Aberdeen have announced a number of themed events throughout the coming season, starting on Saturday the 1st of October for the biggest ever Don's Day Out at our home match against Kilmarnock. That's followed by a New Year homecoming on Monday the 2nd of January for our match against Ross County. And then on Saturday the 4th of February, it's the Aberdeen FC Community Trustee at our match against Motherwell. Forty years on from our 3-2 victory over Bayern Munich in 1983, we'll be celebrating all things Pataudry on the anniversary of what many Don supporters regard as our home's finest hour. On Saturday the 18th of March, Pataudry's greatest night at our match versus Hearts. It's Ladies Day on Saturday the 8th of April at our match against Kilmarnock and we celebrate the club's 120th birthday on the 14th of April next year and the week after there will be an AFC 120 celebration at our home match against Rangers on Saturday the 22nd of March. That will be followed by the Gothenburg 40th anniversary on the weekend of the 13th and 14th of May. More details on that one are still to be announced.
4: People come here to escape
1: We want to prove that we are the best Magic's about to happen
4: People want to see the performance
2: We can't afford to get this wrong
4: Let's go do this Go, 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 go The whole industry has been completely decimated what my eyes? Not anymore near the bathroom
0: We'll be tested, but we'll smile Follow the hard-working team of a family-run hotel group in Northern Ireland as they strive to bounce back post-lockdown. Watch the hotel people on iPlayer from tomorrow. We're back at Patondry this Saturday for our match against Livingston. Kickoff is at three pm. Tickets for the match are available to purchase now online on the club website or via the Patondry ticket office. For Red TV international subscribers, you'll be able to watch coverage from two forty-five pm or listen in if you're in the UK and Ireland. Elsewhere in the Premiership this coming weekend on Saturday, it's all three o'clock kickoffs. First off is Comarnic versus Motherwell, Rangers versus Ross County, and St. Mirren versus Hibbs. And on Sunday, a midday kick-off between Dundee United and Celtic and 3pm for Hearts versus St Johnston. There's a midweek fixtures in SWPL1 tomorrow night between Glasgow City and Dundee United. Women at 7.45pm and Rangers versus Hearts at 8pm. On Sunday, we're away to Glasgow City for our 2pm kickoff. Elsewhere in the league, it's also 2pm kickoffs between Dundee United Women and Hibs, Hamilton vs Rangers, Hearts vs Glasgow Women, and Spartans vs Partick Thistle, and at 4pm between Motherwell and Celtic you can take part in match day chat with other dandies on the longest running afc forum don's talk just register for free at Donstalk.co.uk, and if you're wanting to keep up to date with all the latest don's news throughout the week head on over to our socials or go to invernessreds.co.uk and that is your podcast for this week i've got to go see you next week bye listeners and stand free That's all for this week.
4: More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.